Warning. This show may contain blunders, tangents, and inaccuracies. We try, but words are hard. Spoilers are inevitable. You've been warned. Lastly, the following is the opinion of two middle-aged media junkies. Try not to get butthurt if we say something you don't like. <clears throat> Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sequel Centric. We take a look at follow-ups in media and see how they stack up against their predecessors. I'm Duff, and he's the lad to go to my jug, Nate. How's it going, Duff? What's up, man? It's good to be back in the studio doing another episode of Sequel Centric. Yeah, this movie we're gonna be talking about is—I I didn't even know it existed until this year. Oh, I'm touched. But not as much as you're gonna be. Like. I think just before COVID hit and um, its predecessor support your local sheriff. Um, I'm very familiar with because of my mother, my mom loves Westerns, uh, John waiting the Duke and, and some Westerns are a little bit too heavy for me. No interest, but because support your local sheriff is a, a Western comedy. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And when I found about uh, this pseudo sequel, I mean, it's got a lot of the same actors. It's got a lot of same DNA and even the same format for the most part. Story's just slightly askew. Um, I was very intrigued and I, I had to bring it to the table because I think this might be like a hidden gem. Not everybody may, may know it. So I wanted to bring it to light. Well, I definitely appreciate you giving it to me anyway, uh, because I had never seen Support Your Local Sheriff. Uh, I am, I, I've not been exposed to Westerns so much as a child or as an adult. No, I'm slow. It's just, you're even slower. Uh, my wife has tried to get me into some Clint Eastwood Westerns, some typical spaghetti Westerns, and I just... Hell Rider uh, and stuff. Yeah, I, I just, it, I... I I, to be quite honest, it kind of didn't pique my interest. Yeah. But, I, as, you know, seeing as James Garner is really just a comedic kind of guy, I I really thoroughly enjoyed uh, Support Your Local Sheriff. And I was excited to see Support Your Local Gunfighter as well. And uh, so, yeah, I didn't hear about it until it was homework for us, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed both movies. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm very familiar. I think I've been familiar of support your local sheriff since I was 13. Mm. So for, for, to find this like this little like hidden surprise was great. And then once we once we started, you know, talking about doing this show, I thought it was kind of important to let everybody know. I don't think many people know about it. I mean, I didn't know about it. I can't remember whether or not my mother knew about it. Yeah, but um. You know, plus another one that has a lot of the same DNA that came out in 1994, Maverick. Um, it's a movie from the TV show where James Garner played Maverick, but uh, the the movie Maverick, it's got a lot of similarities. I feel a lot of the same uh, DNA that support your local sheriff and support your local gunfighter. It I mean, does, I and I think we're going to have to talk about that a little more uh, in another episode because I I completely agree with you, and I've got a lot to say. But suffice it to say, uh, yes. 
Gotcha. Before we get to the pros and cons, let's talk about the plots of uh, this movie and its predecessor. Support Your Local Sheriff is a 1969 comedy western directed by Burt Kennedy. It revolves around a man in the Old West who becomes a sheriff just for the pay. Uh, figuring he can decamp if uh, things get tough, and in the end, he uses ingenuity instead. Of course, the man in question is James Garner. He he plays Jason, who's just a guy trying to get to Australia. I've got to do my prospecting because basically I'm on my way to Australia. Which is great because he constantly reminds everybody <laughs> in the town of yes. um, Calendar, Colorado, a mining town. <laughs> yeah. I've never made any secret of the fact that basically I'm on my way to Australia. It also reminds you, the viewer, yeah. hey, I'm a, I can I can at a drop of the hat, I could go to Australia. I'm just I'm just passing through it, which is great because he keeps reminding everybody about it. After we're married, no matter how many kids we got, when I say we're off to Australia, we pack up kids and all, and off we go. What do I want to go to Australia for? Because that's where your husband would be, and girls usually go where their husbands are. Yeah, he does actually break that fourth wall and talk to the viewer. Sort of, I guess. I mean, doesn't it go back to the first fourth breaking wall was Annie Hall? Yeah. Annie we, Hall. I feel that Smoke and the Bandit one was the one that broke the fourth wall because I haven't seen Annie Hall, but you yeah, still said I, Annie I Hall broke was. my own rule and Googled it. It happens. See, that was 77, right? Uh, that was seventy-seven. Yes, that was a. It was. Oh it was yes, that's sheriff. right. So I think, even though Google said seventy-seven, I have to say this is nineteen seventy-one, and Jack Elam in both movies broke the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. Right at the end, he looks yes. at you yeah, on, on both movies, and he. She never does get to go to Miss Hunter's college on the Hudson River, New York, but seven of her daughters do. <laughs> yeah, it was such a great scene. So I think an update to the episode on Smoking the Bandit 2. Uh, I'm going to have to call BS on Google and say that uh, they broke down the fourth wall in 1971. And 1969. Well, shocker, the internet is not always right. Fire the hole! Google is not infallible. I, I need to watch Annie Hall at one time. I, I Does it really matter when Jack Elam's doing it in 69? Even Local Gunfighter came out in 71. So that predates it Annie really Hall. Does. By quite a few years. With this movie, Support Your Local Gunfighter, another movie directed by Burt Kennedy, where a con well, artist arrives in a mining town controlled by two competing companies. Both companies think he's a famous gunfighter and try to hire him to drive the other company out of town. In both movies, he is mighty witty. Oh, yeah. I I think he's a little wittier in Gunfighter. Oh, for real. If not for the finger-crushing scene alone. <laughs> Jenny, now, I'm sorry that a well-brought-up lady like you had to see a crude thing like this. Let's, let's go up to the hotel. We get you some smelling salt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Oh, that one That one looked painful. You know, most people are right-handed, and the, 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 was it the Colorado kid? It looks like this guy is left-handed. A local uh, gunslinger 
This happens to be left fingered and uh, Jack Ellum's character, Jug May. From the way this fellow's wearing his gun in his holster, looks like he's left handed. It was his right trigger finger you busted. <laughs> Miss Jenny, would you uh, turn your head, please? In the iron. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Oh man, please look look, look away. You <laughs> just like you know. And then later on, the gunslinger is talking to the uh, the mayor, which is played by Harry Morgan again. Again, Harry Morgan. If I'd known you were going to send this pipsqueak against a man like Swifty Morgan. Now look, Mr. Barton, I can't help. Don't it. take offense, lad. But after all, you've never killed anybody outside of this county. You're just local stuff. Yeah, I loved Harry uh, Morgan playing Ollie Perkins. That was just, uh, it was great yeah. to see him play that character, especially from his time at MASH. You just, you wouldn't see him playing this kind of role. You stop talking about her. You stop hating her. And you stop dating her. Even though both movies predates Harry Morgan playing Colonel Potter in MASH in 1974, you can see a lot of the same traits when, uh, you know, when he's yelling and even being common stuff so maybe he kind of pulled from those two characters when he played potter yes so there may be snow on the roof but there's fire Abigail, have you no shame woman certain actors they're pretty much the same character you know in whatever they do and i'm fine with that because harry morgan is he's a great actor he's a gem yep like this movie One of the uh, things I like about this movie is the fact that you got the same director. You have a lot of the same actors. You got some new ones in there, like uh, different actresses playing the daughter. In Local Sheriff, it's Prudy, which is short for Prudence. And this one, her name is Patience. But the first time you meet her, like within the first, I think, five to ten minutes of the movie, she's shooting up the town. <laughs> even shooting at her dad and her brother you know the mayor and everything you know yeah, she it's is, just hilarious she is wild and the, the thing i like about her is she constantly reminds her father and that hey you need to get to the mother load because i want to get sent back east now i have sworn me a vow that i am going back east to miss hunter's college on the hudson river new york for young ladies a good family and ain't nothing gonna stop and if i don't get back east to miss hunter's college on the hudson river new york for young ladies a good family i am gonna hate it a whole lot more so i can go back east to miss hunter's college on the hudson river new york for young ladies a good family and i put him up i'm gonna kill you then i can't go back east to miss hunter's college on the hudson river new york understand no my pa gets killed. I'll never get back east to Miss Hunter's College on the Hudson River, New York, for young ladies, a good family. On top of which, he'll be dead. Now, I have to ask, who did you like more, Joan Hackett or Suzanne Plachette? You know, it, it it's a tie. It, it sounds like a cop-out, but both actresses bring something a little bit different yeah. to the roles, right? Um. And even the thing is the fact that they their names both start with the letter P. Yeah, they have a certain meaning, but they uh, but but they're, they're both spitfire. They, we're talking about a strong. I feel a strong female lead. You know, oh, this yeah. is a you know the late sixties, early seventies. You needed a strong, independent female lead back oh, in yeah. the in 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 
those days. And and heck, even today, a strong independent lead is never underlooked. Yeah, I mean, she even both actresses held their own against James Garner's characters. You know, Jason McCullen and Latigo Smith. Yeah. And uh, weren't afraid to take a swipe at, or I mean, she tr- heck, she tried to blow uh, James Gunner's character in in bed. Hey, that's what she said at Miss Jenny's place, which <laughs> was basically a saloon slash a bordello, <laughs> house of ill repute. Yeah, yeah. Another pro that I like is once again James Garner's character's so likable. Kind of made a mistake, <laughs> ditched his bride to be. He comes off the train at like one o'clock in the morning and the mayor's there expecting this expert gunman. Did you ever hear of an eagle picking up a grown man and carrying him across country? No, I can't say that I have. Well, you have now. I come by eagle. <laughs> yeah. Anytime someone gets up at his business, he just says, like, hey, back off. Or I'll yeah. pop you in the face. You know, it's just a little bit, just a slightly different take on his character than from uh, you know, Jason McCollin, support your local sheriff, because he was a little bit more easy going laid back, you know? Like it, it, in the Eaton scene. Hold it, hold it! Okay, go ahead on. Yeah, it's just like with Sheriff when they're having the shootout on Main Street. Just hold it. Okay, go ahead. It's like he completely takes control of the scene wherever yeah. he is. And he does that with both movies. My only con uh, th- that I can really speak of is I think Jug May's role, uh, played by Jack Elam, I-, I think I think could have been more. Yes, he's got the lazy eye. But let's face it, Jug May, Jack Elam. Jack Elam was a very talented actor. So I really think they could have given him more riskier gunfighting time on scene. Yeah, like in uh, Support Your Local Sheriff. This is just me, and maybe this is why I'll put this in my con too. I think they kind of watered down his character a little bit because... Well, he was kind of a nobody in, in local sheriff, but he becomes the deputy. So when you watch that movie, he was the horse handler on Friday and Saturday nights at Madame Orr's house. <laughs> yeah. And then he becomes the deputy within two weeks, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would say in this one, in Sport Local Gunfather, he becomes, dare I say, Latigo Smith's lackey? Nah, yeah, pretty much. And that's why I'm giving it a con. Yeah. Nate, we've been talking about it for quite a while now. Uh, I think this is a no-brainer. Does it sequel? Um, I think it does a very good job at sequeling. But for me, it just missteps to the side. It's got a lot of the same DNA. It's got a lot of the same actors. Like I said, with the con, Jack Ilham's characters like well, kind of watered down a bit. I like them so much better and support your local sheriff. And that's why I feel, for me, it, it just... it. It mostly sequels for me. It just sidesteps a bit. What about you? I completely agree. If you're going to have a directorial sequel, uh, which is essentially what this was, uh, I think you need to keep the character names, the character traits the same, uh, especially with the name Support Your Local. If you're going to have Latigo Smith, you need to have Latigo Smith. 
not Jason. You need to have it the same. If you're going to have Jason, you need to stick with Jason. And for that, it did take you out of the realm a bit. Even uh, while watching uh, Gunfighter with my wife, my wife was just like, hey, okay, so they're not the same characters? And it's just like, yeah, I guess not. And I think it would have been very easy to build on Jason's character from the first movie. True, but, you know, at the end where, you know, when um, uh, Jake... Jack Ellum's character kind of does the the verbal epilogue, how he, he goes into being governor. So he, they pretty much, that was a one and done deal. And like, I don't know the figures or stuff. I'm just pulling this out of my ass, yeah. but I'm sure it was, it was a success. Like with anything, if it makes enough money and if it is a success, we got to do something, but they, they kind of did a great movie beginning, middle and end. And it's, it's, it's a really great movie. Once again, I'll put this in my, a good film movie category for me. Oh, for and sure. Once again, sort of like Smoking the Bandit 2, let's try to recreate the magic and it just, for me, sidesteps a bit. It's still very enjoyable. I haven't watched this one as many times as lo your local sheriff, but the more times I watch it it, 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 it grows on me. Like I said in a previous episode, I can start to appreciate some of these older movies now that, you know, I'm not 15. Yeah. I guess if you're going to nail my hand to the board, I would say... Which I will if you don't. <laughs> it, it, I think it mostly sequels. It sequels a lot better than a lot of other movies that we're going to do down the road. That is for sure. For sure. So that being said, Nate, give us your verdict. I would say watch this hidden gem. And I'm going to say buy it, but only if you can find it on one of those Western Movie Classics Blu-rays where you can get both Gunfighter and Sheriff in the same Blu-ray. Um, or you're just a fan of Garner. Because I thought it was a fantastic movie. Uh, but for the regular masses and for most of our audience, I will say definitely watch it. Watch it. You have to watch it. Well, hell, even me, never having heard of Support Your Local Sheriff or anything, I went into this just because I knew it was a movie you liked, and hey, let's talk about it. Okay. But it was specifically homework for me. But I well, yeah. thoroughly I mean, it's, it's it. a Western comedy, unlike, in my opinion, Blazing, Blazing Saddles, Saddles is a comedy, is a comedy Western. Western. Exactly. Because Mel Brooks is going out of his way to poke and make fun of Western movies. Yeah, you know, it's a satire. Like the, like the John Waynes and, and the, the Men With No Name. Yeah. The Support Your Local Sheriff and Support Your Local Gunfighter is a Western comedy. Yeah. Which I agree with that, unlike Blazing Saddles, a comedy Western. Tomato, potato. Let's just call the whole episode off. Well, Duff, that's about it for today. You got anything else you want to say before we sign off? Yeah. Before we get out of here, I just want your opinion on two things. Fine, sir. I love Goldie and those lamb chops on Garner. Let me give you some advice, my ugly friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, that, when you first see that tattoo, like when he, when he goes out and searches for the dock in the middle of the night, it, it, it's a mining town, so there's three shifts, so the doctor's always up. Uh, but he's had to supplement you know, his income by working on the, the jackasses. I mean the donkeys, not the uh, the, the drunkards. Yeah, and this uh, the big old I love Goldie tattoo. It's like you know something you'd see on a 
like a Navy person or Marine just before yeah. they're heading off to war, you know? The sheer fact that he had too much to drink. It's like a <laughs> typical, you know, reason to get a tattoo back in the day. Yeah. I think probably and my the, favorite. Yeah, the, the lamb chops were. That's kissing. They weren't, oh, they're, they're, I think they were there just enough where they did distract you that, you know, but some, some of those Westerns at that time, like, um, you know, like young guns, they had the pork chops and they're, 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 they're so damn fluffy. Yes. You know, like, this one, I think it was, it was, it was just right. I kind of like how he looked in uh, support your local sheriff, but they had to make him just a slightly different character. I mean, he's, I think he's more of a con man in support your local gunfighter. Yeah, but he does have a heart of gold towards Yeah, the he end. does. They both have a heart of gold, but I, I think, as you could tell and support your local gunfighter, he didn't have a problem breaking the Colorado kid's fingers, right? No, no, not at all. And then support your local sheriff, the two guys break out, and then Prudy kills him, and he runs across while he's getting shot at by his feet. <laughs> I mean, that kind of tells his character right there, right? Yeah, yeah. I think his character is like, eh, maybe Macaulay Culkin. Like, you guys give up? Oh, yeah, thirsty for more. Home Alone. Like, he, <laughs> yeah. his intentions are good, but if push comes to shove, he might, you know, throw a paint can at you or something. <laughs> yeah, and I think my all time favorite line of the movie was done by patience. Oh, now we can get married and have a picnic. Oh, yeah. And that, that, that really sums it up. I say go watch it. Uh, if, if, if you trust our judgment, just go buy it. It's a, it's a pretty cheap movie. You can get it at Wally World, I'm sure, or the Target. Ah, keep your shirt on. Your silk shirt. <laughs> Got one. <laughs> Going through the bulk bins for $5 DVDs in the last 10 years, I've never seen this movie. It wasn't until I was kind of pining through movies on Amazon Prime where, where I came across it. Yeah. And no, because it said support your local gunfighter, I recognize that support your local part right there. I'm like, what? Well, that's fine, but I don't see how that affects. What? Well, that's all I got. What about you, Nate? My, my interesting tidbit is when I was watching this with my wife, Sandy, uh, when Swifty Morgan finally uh, came to town. Oh, yeah. She's like, it. the actor... Both looked familiar, but I couldn't place them. I have just enough Western knowledge to recognize faces when I see them, but not the actor's name. And she like knew right away that the actor that plays Swifty Morgan is the same actor that plays the Rifleman. Yeah, he was just he was just a weird and creepy looking bald guy. Well, you know, he's a gunslinger. Someone took my name. Well, I got to go gun them down. That's usually how it works. I guess that's all for us this episode. Martha, for the love of heaven, unhinge your jaw and depart. Thanks so much for stepping in. And uh, feel free to give us a like on the video. And until next time, ask yourself this one question. Does it sequel? Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for the latest episodes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at SequelCentric for the latest updates. And consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Want more? 
There's lots of exclusive content on our Centrics page at patreon.com forward slash sequelcentric. Sequelcentric is hosted by Nathan Blake and Patrick Duffy. Sequel Centric is produced by Patrick Duffy. 